Hello, and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. I'm your other host, Sean. And this week, we are watching... Natsume's Natsume Book of Friends. Natsume Minji Cho. Just, just say Natsume's Book Nat- of Friends. Just Natsume. Natsume. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so you asked me this last week, so I'm going to ask you this this week. Mm-hmm. Where is it on the Spookatron meter? Um, because you said it wasn't as friendly as it sounds. I mean, really, I'm, that depends on what stuff kind of stuff bothers you. Okay. I'm. I was just saying that it's not like this is not a this is not a lighthearted comedy series, but it's probably only like a. a Around a two on the spooky scale. Okay, so not... Not, like, real body horror. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's... I'm like, it's like two, three at its worst, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a spooky show, it's just a ghosty show. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what to expect, honestly. Well, it's an anime. Well, yeah. So what is the type of animation style? Is it... Like, when did it come out? Uh, well, it's not Moe, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> um, I suppose it doesn't have, like, a... It doesn't have a particular recognizable style that I would... I wouldn't say that, I think. Okay. It's just it is what it is. It's it's modern. So it came out recently? Well, it started in 2008 and it's like I think it I think it might still be going. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. It is a long time. It is many seasons. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I remember you mentioning when we were talking earlier that when you first started watching it you actually watched the fourth and fifth season first i would just you know i was i was not taking things very seriously (laughs) but I, i mean this is a show with like sometimes dark but ultimately positive themes there are dark and spooky implications some of the time but I would not say that it is a very negative show. I would just say that it is sometimes it is a it is a realistic show. Okay. It is a realistic show about Japanese yokai. It is a realistic ghost show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just on certain themes about like loneliness and depression. Um, and you said they're ultimately positive, so it, yeah. it does well with those themes i believe so i think that i think it's very apt i think it i think it i think the characters and the themes of this story always ring true to me from what i've seen yeah i'm not a a natsume expert but um (laughs) yeah it's i i find it interesting and sometimes cathartic all right that's nice Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and anyone out there listening can watch it for free on Crunchyroll if they are into that. I wonder if anyone would pause this show in the middle and go watch the show. <laughs> so do what we do, basically? Yeah. Although I thought part of our premise is that we're to, here to keep you from having to do that. Yeah, we don't want anyone else to have to, like, you know, eat eat a gross meal if they don't have to. Yeah, we're your taste testers for poison. <laughs> we're we're your court jesters or whoever does that. Poisoned. That should be our worst rating. Poisoned. <laughs> that's that's really harsh. Do is is there anything that we've watched so far that you would consider poison? No, probably not. I don't know. Maybe Seven <laughs> Deadly Sins. Mm, fair. That was the worst one by far. That was pretty bad. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel. Now I'm trying to think of another word that's better than savory. Mm-hmm. Ambrosia. Something like fucking heavenly. I don't know. Yeah. Um... We're getting off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it st- it, the first season started in 2008 and the sixth season began airing this year in April, so... Yeah. So yeah, it's been going for a while. I I don't want to, I guess I just don't want to say too much because I would like for you to go into it with, you know, no expectations because that's kind of a nice thing to happen in general. Yeah, but, uh, I, I like going into things without, you know, knowing what's going to happen or, yeah. you know, knowing that Um, this isn't even like a TV show, but that's... um what I loved about watching Moana for the first time mm-hmm. was that the ads gave me literally no indication of what the plot was going to be like. Zero indication. Man, that pig was not in it as much as expected. The pig was in it for like two seconds. and um, That was a significant chicken. And I know, I was not expecting the chicken to be so significant. But we, um, you know, I went to the theater and I saw it and it was just like, because I had known so little about it, just you know, watching the plot unfold was pretty amazing, I think. You had zero expectations and it blew you out of the water. Same <laughs> yes, here. It's good to have no expectations whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, I've given you, like, some hints on the theme. You know, it's called Natsume's Book of Friends. You know, it's an anime. You know, it's about yokai. Like, what? what is your best guess? I think... Um... Natsume is, uh, that's a girl name, right? I don't know anything about Japanese names. I think Natsume is a girl who is, uh, really lonely and doesn't have friends. And so she, like, gets some sort of summoning book and, uh, summons spoopy ghost friends to be her friends i see um this isn't a spoiler but it is an interesting factoid the protagonist of natsume is a boy whose name is natsume uh but it was published in a shoujo manga magazine okay so it is a quote-unquote show meant for girls but the main character is a boy hmm uh, are you going to tell me whether or not I was close, or are we going to have to get into it? I mean, 
let's just get into it. But you're not that wrong. You're not that. <laughs> you're not wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we're going to go watch three episodes and we'll be right back to talk to you about how we liked it. Yeah. Bon appetit. we're back yeah how did you think about it how'd you feel about it what you how think about I, it how did i think about it um, how did you think about it <laughs> um it's definitely more sad than it is spooky it's not sad it's bittersweet it is i would consider bittersweet sad Ah. like you said there were a few spooky yokai moments the yokai seem very fond of choking Natsume. Oh, yeah, that's kind of their signature move. It's it's like what they do pretty much any time a yokai that doesn't know him meets him. They just, like, choke him. Well, when they're the violent kind and they want the Book of Friends for themselves. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I think it was kind of sad other than that... Um, it definitely was bittersweet. Like, all of the sadness was tinged with a little bit of happiness or, you know, learning a little bit about Mm -hmm. somebody else or himself. This is a well-balanced dish. (laughs) Yeah, so, so despite its, like, sadness, it was still pretty nice. Yeah. Um... So just as a quick, super fast summary of what we got so far, Natsume uncovers his grandma Reiko's uh, book of friends. And because it has power over the spirits, uh, there are many spirits who want their names back. And Natsume decides to return them to him, getting uh, flashbacks of his grandmother claiming the names as he does it uh, with the help of uh, Nyanko Sensei, who appears sometimes as a lucky cat and other times as a, a, a dangerous, powerful yokai, who is sort of his bodyguard, uh, waiting for Natsume to die so he can claim the power of the Book of Friends for himself. <laughs> um, um, Nyanko's real name is Madara, but only like one or two yokai call him that. Yeah, I doubt there are any fans who call him Madara, though. He's a cute mascot character. Yeah, I, I, I like Nyanko as a name for a a cat demon. Yeah. And together they deal with um, uh, the troubles of the mini yokai nearby while Natsume, you know, struggles to relate to his fellow human beings. Many like... yokai or mini yokai? <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> many yokai, including some mini yokai. Okay, continue. Um, so. He's slowly getting over, thanks to the Book of Friends, his issues with yokai, and he's also slowly beginning to like reach out more to other people, um, like uh, Tanima, mm-hmm. um, a boy who who can only see the the fuzzy shapes of yokai. Um, yeah, Tanama shows up basically just at the end of episode three, but uh, he's in the opening, so I assume that he yeah. becomes a more prominent, 
permanently featured character. Yeah, he's a regular character with his own development. Um, the same as Sasada, who is the girl you were very interested in learning more about. Yeah, um, she's the class president and she wants to use the old school building, very like tropey, to hunt ghosts. And she, right. But she, she doesn't even like sense them like Tanama does. She just like, I guess, enjoys the concept of ghosts. <laughs> well, she can sense them more than the average totally spiritually dead person. She can at least feel them when they pass through her. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that that's a lot. Well, she's going to be the focus of episode four, so you should definitely watch that. That unfortunate she was not the focus of episode three. <laughs> Look, we follow rules here, even if they are arbitrary like ghost rules. <laughs> oh yeah, do you want to talk about ghost rules? Ghost rules. You can't pass these these spiritual borders of this rope. You're trapped. You it's gotta... literally just a rope with some like... What do they call the paper with little, like, notes on them that's, like, enchanted? What, like, talismans? I guess. It's just, like, a piece of paper with something written on it attached to a rope, and then he can't leave it. If he ha- if it has a specific name, I'm not aware of it. Okay. And there, are, there are, of course, are, are, are rules to obtaining names and to returning them. They're very specific rules that will sometimes be inconvenienced by things like sticky rice. <laughs> so they so Nyanko mentions Grandma Natsume and talks a little bit about her and he's like oh you know she challenged every yokai that she met to a duel and she defeated all of them and I'm like that's a badass fucking grandma mm-hmm. and then it uh, shows one of those duels <laughs> um between um Hishigaki which was the very was the first episode yokai yeah um and Reiko Natsume the grandma goes up to Hishigaki and she says I challenge you to a duel and then boops her on the head with her bat and says I win <laughs> <laughs> Well she was definitely actually very powerful but yeah I mean I feel like that's more on the the end of I I want to get your name, but I don't actually want to duel you because I know you're just lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yokai aren't like... Not all yokai are malicious. Yeah, I mean, it's not like... The yokai have their own lives and personalities and are pleasant and like... Honestly, they're mostly just like lonely. They're most... I mean, they're mostly just people. Right. It's just... You know, there are are humans everywhere who can't see them, and they have their own sort of society. Um, And sometimes they're lonely because they're not like a... They're not like a society. Sometimes they form little groups, but oftentimes they're just spirits bound to, like, a single place. And, you know, like, it's not... They're not just a bunch of malicious ghosts, you know? They're they're independent. Yeah. Um... Also, the other thing of the plot is, I don't remember, is it Tetsuo? Tetsuo? Natsume's given name. Oh, or um... Tad. It starts I with a T. I always call him Natsume, so I forget. It starts with a T, but um, young Natsume gets Grandma Natsume's book of names. And like you said, there are yokai that want it because it, it'll help them rule over other yokai. And there are yokai that are just like, hey, I heard you're giving names back. 
give him back. And I, I think it's interesting that he's kind of, in a way, undoing what his grandma did, but also doing what she did in the way of, like, befriending these yokai and stuff. Yeah, one of the things that the show, uh, one of the things that kind of comes across about Reiko and why she was such an interesting person is that even though she collected all of these yokai names, uh, it doesn't seem like she was using it to terrorize the countryside or anything. Yeah, um, actually more than one of the yokai mentioned that she never called their name after she got it. Mm-hmm. She so, just kind of collected them. Yeah, so she she never got the names to use them, not even in a malicious way, but just to use them at all. Because she tells the yokai up front, she's like, oh, if I have your name, that means you're my servant. But she never calls on them to do anything. So I think it's more of, it's a similar thing where it's just like, I kind of want to get out and know everybody rather mm-hmm. than, you know, what it seems like. I mean, it's a weapon, but I mean, it's called the Book of Friends. <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's an interesting person yeah i we don't get we we get her in flashback and what we do get of her is is very interesting yeah uh it's interesting because of the way the show is formatted you have an excuse you get to see her like almost every episode mm-hmm. um so uh what was the name of the yokai from episode one hishigaki so we meet Hishigaki, um, we meet, uh, um... The second episode was Tsuyukami. You're so much better at remembering these. I wrote I it down. Oh, right, because you make notes. <laughs> um, and in the third episode, we mostly deal with the, uh... The Yes Men yokai. Oh, the Yes Men. Uh, the only one that gets named in that episode is He's Suzu. Yeah, although it's mostly mostly Natsume being uh, reflective about himself and hesitant about interacting with Tanima, who's barely in it. Yeah, it it is interesting, episode three, because it's established that ever since he got the Book of Friends, he is interacting with yokai on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes time to interact with another human being that is similar to him, he's like, I don't know about this. I don't know about like this whole friend thing. Right. Cause mostly with the yokai, he's just having these very, um, pleasant transactions where it's just like, all right, here's your name back. Bye. Don't maybe don't bother me at night though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but aside he does... from like... He does make like actual friends with the yokai, especially Tsuyukami in the second episode. Mm-hmm. That it was very difficult to not cry at that episode. He's I was the little god. I was definitely getting choked up and near the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want because Tsuyukami says this one thing about like once you love and you are loved, you can't abandon it. Talking about his followers and everything. Mm-hmm. And he really loved humans, and Natsume came around and, you know, um, like, he sort of paid Tsuyukami back, sort of. Yeah, so it's it's just a very sweet and sad ending mm-hmm. to the episode. The ending yeah. of episode three is definitely much happier, because he's like, oh, you're making a human friend, good job. Right. 
Yeah, in episode one and two, I mean, all of the episodes are about loneliness, but episode one and two, like, Natsume sort of reflects his experiences with these other yokai who are, like, they're, like, surprisingly relatable. Whereas episode three is, like, more about himself and his ability to, his ability to make friends and to tolerate others. (laughs) And a regret in his past. Yeah. It's just like... It it is a lot of him learning how to deal with different issues and different things in his life. Yeah. And also learning how to deal with other people. Mm -hmm. It's all about friendship and loneliness. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like... Natsume as a child, um, I like, there's a lot of unfortunate, like, he he actually has an extremely, like, sad past. Um, yeah. You mentioned in, like, episode one that his current, um, sort of like his foster mom. Mm-hmm. She's very nice. But, um, she's super nice. Yeah, but he's only been living with them for a month. He's still pretty uncomfortable around them. Um, and like, we can tell from his past that he's pretty much just been shuffled from person to person who thinks that he's like crazy and like, because he sees things. And honestly, this, he gets, he got very scared as a kid by not being able to see yokai. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he shut out a friendly yokai because he felt deceived. He thought they tricked him into thinking that they were a human who could see yokai like him who was lonely, but they were a yokai. Yeah, and they were just looking for a friend. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and then another thing, it's funny because it's like you're watching this and you feel so bad for him. And then I remembered all of the horror movies in which there is a little kid who can see ghosts and no one else can see ghosts and it's creepy as hell. <laughs> so I still feel bad, but it is also super spoopy that like a little kid is like, there is literally a man in the corner right there. Why don't you see him? Well, it's very creepy from his perspective, too. Yes, exactly. Uh, Is this the first thing that's ever made you sympathetic to creepy children? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Maybe next time you're watching a horror movie, you'll think about what the the child's point of view is. I mean, the children are are rarely ever agents in their own creepiness. Unless it's like... Plot mechanic. Yeah, unless it's like the omen where the child is literally the devil. Well, yeah. There's not enough sympathetic children in horror, I think, is an important lesson that we should take forward into the spooky Tobers to come. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think you could see that, like, while I have limited experience with this, I already, like, really like it and want to watch more and why I wanted to share it with you. Yeah, it's really nice. I... I can definitely see if I'm having, like, a certain kind of day or if it's rainy like it is today. Just, like, hunkering down with uh, hot chocolate with mini marshmallows and putting on a blanket and just binging this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's six seasons. You've got plenty to catch up on. Yeah. And they're they're anime length, so they're about 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really doesn't take all that long to watch. They're like potato mm-hmm. chips very digestible yeah so definitely watch episode four for sasada 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so another thing that I would just want to talk more about Nyanko. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I wrote down uh, when I saw Nyanko was Fluffy Catboy. So you first see him and he looks like a lucky cat. Mm-hmm. And then later you see his true form, which is like a, a multi-tailed... Uh, I think I'm not he only sure. has just a big fluffy tail. I don't oh, think I th- he has multiple tails. I thought he had multiple tails. This isn't Naruto. No, but in there was I'm a shot. Teasing. It looked like he had a bunch of tails. Uh, I might just be but, blind. But he's a very big, like, canine, cat-like, four-legged creature. Yeah, he's very... got a big boopable snoot. Yes, he gets booped in the snoot very hard by, by Natsume. Um... And so, he's got, like, an old man voice. (laughs) But he's nyaing all the time. But he's also a cat, so, like, Natsume will play with him with one of those cat toys that, like, one of those feathers on the end of a stick. Mm -hmm. And he goes in his old man voice, nyaa, nyaa, (laughs) (laughs) nyaa. He's he's extremely serious, and he chases butterflies. Nyaa. This is why we call him Nyanko Sensei. <laughs> also, he, is, he drinks. Yeah. In cat it's not, form. It's an interesting... He has an interesting um, name. I mean, his name is actually Madara, but like... Even though he drinks, he's an old man. He's He is... He's Little Meow. He's Little Meow. Little Meow teacher. Little <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, I guess it is what could be one of those ironic names where you call like a big guy tiny. Yeah, it's a little pejorative, <laughs> but he is that cute. Yeah, he he doesn't seem to mind it so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really the, protested it in episode one. I was gonna say in the first episode, he's like, "Hey, I'm not just a cat. Fuck off!" And by the third episode, he's like, "Whatever. Like as long as he's you're gonna totally feed me sashimi up. and play with me, I'm cool." Oh, yeah. Uh, And they just kind of drop it on us that when he's in his lucky cat form, he can be seen by people. Yeah, which is interesting. So basically Natsume, to his foster family, just brings home a cat one day. And they're just super chill with it. Like, they seem like really cool people. Yeah, as you get to know them, you'll find out that they are super cool people. (laughs) I'm glad they stay cool. It would make Mm -mm. me sad if they did not. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> you will not like some of Natsume's flashbacks. Oh, I already don't like his flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, there's just a creepy man in the corner. <laughs> believe me that there's a creepy man in the corner. I mean, I definitely would not want to believe you. <laughs> oh, if boy. it were me. Oof. Um, I think I was going to think of something else to say, but I forget it. Yeah, it's, um, so, like I said, it's it's a an easily bingeable show because, um, it's, it's kind of gentle, it's bittersweet, definitely, mm-hmm. um, but the episodes are short, um, the problem with that, though, is I think we've exhausted most of our talking points. Yeah, it's, a uh, it's, um, it had, it's a, it is very good focused episodes, and it is a story that, um, uh, that builds and changes over time um, without ever really losing the core of what it is. Mm-hmm. Nyanko is such a tsundere. 
I'll just wait until you die. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I wanted to talk about, actually, that I forgot. Which is, uh, Nyanko made a deal with Natsume that uh, he's going to help Natsume return the names. But mm-hmm. if, you know, in this course of action, Natsume dies, he gets the Book of Names and his idea is he's going to rule over all of the yokai in the book. Yeah, but he's he, he's always, um, he always defends Natsume to the best of his abilities and just chides Natsume on being so naive. Yeah, he, he jokes that he's going to eat Natsume, but whenever a bigger yokai threatens Natsume, he definitely protects him. He's not like being half-assed in hopes that he will get the book faster. Yeah. They're sassy friends, not an antagonistic relationship. Yeah. Um, Although I think they both at this point would deny being friends. (laughs) Probably. Probably Natsume would be like, oh, yeah, that's just my really annoying cat. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Another thing in the second episode was um, how the one yokai became a god. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. You take up residence in a shrine and people pray to you and, I mean, you are a god. But, like, the interesting thing is that he he starts living under the rules of a god and no longer under the rules of a yokai. Well, I mean, he is a spirit. He's not exactly physical. Yeah, but, you know, most of the yokai can just kind of hang out wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, once he starts getting prayed to, the faith is directly related to how strong he is. Yeah. And that's why he's a, a mini yokai in the second episode. Yeah. Uh, have you ever run into this theme before where a god's existence uh, as a, like, spiritual mythical being is directly related to the faith and how many followers they have? Well, interesting you bring that up, since I have been reading American Gods by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. That is one. I don't... Um, but have you... Are there are actually I, lots of stories that go into this. Like, I was going to say, otherwise, I still have seen lots of themes where that... Um, if, you know, even if a god doesn't go away entirely when his faith does, he just, they they get weaker depending, or stronger depending on... How much faith is put in them mm-hmm. which makes you feel bad but <laughs> i mean that's what happens when you become a god you know well that's why most yokai aren't gods yeah that's what i mean yeah and that's another thing about Tsuyukami loving humans so much is that he was okay with his role and the possibility that it might go bad and if it were me, I would not. I would be like, nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, he was already an old guy. Yeah, he he was a cute. I liked Tsuyukami a lot. I'm very, I'm much more interested in yokai than I used to be. I want to know more about them, because I definitely feel like there are a lot of nuances there that like I have just no idea about. Yeah, well, and then we were talking... A little bit about spooky ghost rules. We didn't go into more than just the first episode spooky ghost rule. Um, mm-hmm. But the yokai in the second episode that isn't Tsuyukami, I think it's Suguru. Mm-hmm. Um, his ghost rule is that he can only travel in the shadows. 
So that meant at night he would go, like, wash dishes for people in town and they would leave out bread for him. Yeah, he Um, would wash dishes in exchange for bread. But in recent years, everyone has electric lights and it's all on the streets so people can see at night and he cannot get to people's houses anymore. Yeah, so he just chills out in the mountain with his yokai friends. Yeah, so that's another, like, interesting yokai rule that not all of them have to abide Uh by. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I think think, um, Nyanko says... When Natsume brings it up, it's like, oh, what, did you Google him or something? You looked him up? <laughs> right, I don't think right. he said Google, but, like... Um, yeah, you doing research? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's, uh, it's, that's one of the interesting things about yokai is that, like, a lot of them were um, invented, um, you know, in a very different era with very different rules. Yeah. So uh, it's always interesting to, like, see how like in stories how like interacting with like modern society would like change a traditional spirit yeah and i always like stories like that where where someone takes uh older mythology and puts it in a modern context and basically sees how it goes yeah this is a good show (laughs) uh so do you have a rating well yeah savory yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Um, it's so good. It's really sweet. It's got some some really nice messages about friendship and how how to perceive other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know how difficult friendship and loneliness is. Yeah, but it's it's more than just like oh, being lonely is hard. It's like you know if you see someone. And you're like, oh, wow, that person's a big weirdo or whatever. Like, like Natsume. And and Natsume's grandma, because Natsume says, oh, my grandma was also really lonely because people thought she was a weirdo. It's it's just more about, like, how to perceive those people rather than just, like, writing them off. Yeah, I think my favorite twist on that subject is in the second episode when uh, there's this woman who, in her youth... Uh, caught a glimpse of saw and heard Suyukami uh, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to scare him off or anything so she didn't respond to what he said but she always wished she had spoken to him and I think that's it's a very subtle and like nuanced way of talking about the message of like talking to people like when there's the opportunity and they're around and like developing that friendship Right, because she she doesn't see him again after that in her life. She She's like, it was my my one chance to talk to him, and I was scared, so I didn't. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely another kind of moral, I guess, or theme. Yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah, it's sweet, but it's fitting. (laughs) You keep talking about how sweet it is. (laughs) <laughs> it is, but that's not it's the not rating spooky. we want to give it. <laughs> yeah, if I were to give it a Spooktober rating, I would probably give it, like you said, probably a two or a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not entirely without spooks, because the yokai are designed to be, like, scary ghosts. Yeah. Um, 
and demons, but that's literally the only spooky thing. Yeah, just just some slight sad and spooky themes and imagery. Yeah, it's it's definitely way down there on so I'm gonna try to pick two shows that it's between. Uh, not that necessarily that we've watched here, but so it's more spooky than like the sweet life of Zack and Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Why that? Oh gosh. Because it's the least spooky show I can think of. You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. (laughs) Uh, they have a Halloween episode that is just like super not spooky at all. Even when I was a kid. Oh boy. Um, but it is less spooky than mm, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is pretty spooky. Yeah, you're really picking extreme, extreme differences here. You're picking a wide range. I know, I'm trying to think of mildly spooky shows. Help me out here. Mm. Mildly spooky. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like, think I can help you, to be honest. It's less spooky. It's. I don't know, mildly spooky shows. I was going to say well, it's, it's less, less spooky than the next show we're watching. Uh, it's certainly. So, um. This is. <laughs> I didn't want to say this one because I'm pretty sure that it's not. That it's definitely going to be up there, probably more than Ghost in the Show. Mm-hmm. More than Penny Dreadful, I'm hoping. Um. I just wanted to get into a little bit of how I found this show, which is I was looking through Netflix for spooky TV shows we could watch because I wanted to to watch something that I hadn't made you watch with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to rewatch something like we did with Penny Dreadful. I wanted to watch something new. Uh-huh. So I found this show. Uh, forgive me. Hotel Beau Sejour. Interesting. I've definitely never heard of it. Me neither. Um, it's called Hotel Beau Sejour. Sejour? Sejour? I think it's French. Uh, could you link me the name or something? Uh, it It's um, on Netflix. It should be at the top of our Netflix because I watched the opening seat crawl. Basically. I watched the opening like music and like the opening shot to see if it was actually going to be spoopy and that's all i needed to see to know that it was going to be spoopy was the was the opening theme and the very first shot of the show hotel well i'm pretty sure that word is b-e-a-u i'm pretty sure that's beau beau sejour i'm joking i think you're I think I you're wrong, but I don't speak French either, so I you took more French than I did, so <laughs> I tease, I tease. Um, so yeah, we're going to be watching that show next week. And uh stay tuned. You stay can, tuned. <laughs> you can find us at all of the social media you can think of. We actually I forgot to mention last week, we also have a Gmail now which is tbdpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. So if you're not like super into social media, but you still want to say hi or recommend something, uh, you can definitely hit us up there. And, and we respond. 
we will definitely respond. I promise. Um, it's not like we're getting a flood of inboxes, but <laughs> yeah, just if you want to talk, talk to us. Absolutely. And we will see you next week, next Tuesday, for Hotel Boo Sejour. Hot- you d- you say it. Bien sejour. Uh, bye. Bye.